ladies and gentlemen, this is David Keener from the 2300 Wrestling Podcast. This past Sunday, January 16th, 2022, a great fan of the world of professional wrestling was lost. We lost somebody who has gone to many, many shows throughout the tri-state area. This fan's name was Bill Palmarino. So, with great salute, here's a 10-bell salute in the air for you, and you will be missed, my brother. Thank you. Welcome, everybody, to the 2300 Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, D.B. Richards, alongside my sweet referee, Dave Keener. And Dave's not here. Uh-oh. Yep, uh-oh. So, Brian is here today. What's going on, people? Yeah, and the Mr. Photograph himself. Yeah, I can't wait for on Sunday. It's my birthday weekend. Yeah, April 15th is my birthday, and it's going to be freaking amazing. I'm going to have fun on the 16th. But we have a guest today on those shows, do we? Do we have a guest? I We do. We, we have do. the oh. fantastic one, Will Knox, here. Hello, Will. How are you doing today? What's up, guys? What's up, 2300 Wrestling? podcast fan yeah 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 this is great I, it's so great to have you on you, you became a well, good friend yeah you guys are awesome I remember me first time up at uh up in jersey and you know yeah yeah up in jersey when we did a the three in a bit, i got mine yeah so we were up at the trifecta he sat down with us and we talked and had some fun and he had his dog with him How's the dog doing? He's doing well. He's back at the house with my other dog, uh, Pegasus. But yeah, that's my road dog. Um, if I if I was going a little bit further tonight, he'd actually be with me. I, you know, I try to take them as much as I can instead of leaving them in the house. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big dog fan. You know what I mean? I got a yellow lab at home. She never get leaves me alone when I want to sit down and work on editing episodes and stuff like that. And she's always up my butt, but doesn't want to go outside. I don't understand this dog. Dog doesn't want to go outside. Dog. <laughs> doesn't want to jump in the car and dog doesn't want to do anything or take a shower doesn't want to jump in the bathtub oh. you know what i mean to go take a wash you know what i mean it's only water it's gonna make you clean dog oh mine's the opposite they don't mind the bath they just get crazy afterwards but man you, as soon as you open the car door they're ready to hop in or if they, if they know the people they're like as soon as someone opens the car they know they're jumping in with them. i'm like look here you're not leaving with them yeah yeah so knowing that our fan base are wrestling fans um non-wrestling fans it's kind of weird i have a lot of non-wrestling fans it's kind of cool thank you for the non-wrestling fans listening they don't know half the independent wrestlers out there so would you give us a little background training who trained you stuff like that uh i was trained by the uh second in the riot city at the riot city school in sykesville maryland um gone around done a lot of different seminars to learn as much as i can i've done a Austin. i've done um i've done a few others and it just you know it's just gotten to make myself better you know you can't just stay in one spot you've got to get out and actually learn as much as you can from as many different people oh yeah big time it's it's crazy like i'm trying to get better doing this doing interviews and having other people jumping on i can work with like brian today because Dave needed to be at the Phillies and be a security guard. Like, who's going to jump in out there and take on these big men with baseball bats? I wouldn't jump on the field. You're nuts. No. So, given the fact that you've been <clears throat> trained and been around the business for a while, you know, for the listeners, um, question is, is what got you into doing pro wrestling? When did you start training? And, you know, how long have you been in the business? Okay, so I've always been a wrestling fan. I've, you know, I, I've said it before. 
growing okay, up, so. I was one of those kids where their parents put them in a in their in like their little baby carrier and sat them in front of the TV. And luckily for me, my parents sat me down, and I only two things I remember was the Muppet and wrestling. And so, just from an early age, those are things I remember, and I just fell in love. With, you know, I'm a real fan. I've, I've I've been a fan since I since I can remember. Whether it was cool to be a wrestling fan or not cool to be a wrestling fan, regardless of whether it was the Golden Era of Hogan, the Austin the Austin Era, the Ruthless Aggression, I just stayed a fan. The new generation, you know, I just stayed a fan, and I, I deep down I always wanted to do it. My dream wasn't to necessarily go to WWF or NWA, WCW, or eventually the ECW. It was to get in the ring and become a professional wrestler, get on that road, and you know, it by the hard work and people liking me, I eventually get to those levels. So be it, but it was just always to be a wrestler. Oh yeah, my eyes opened up when you said the Muppets. I am a big giant Muppet fan. Favorite Muppet tier. Favorite Muppeteer is Frank Oz. Love Frank Oz. Everything he does from Yoda. Oh, Miss Piggy, Grover. Love it. You know what I mean? But Jim Hansen. So I always bring this up for Jim Hansen. And a lot of people talk about race and all that stuff. And Jim Hansen is the first person that I can remember that not put race out there. He put different Muppets, different monsters, different people together. And you didn't hear anything about race. Everybody got together. You see what I'm saying? That's what I thought about. Jim Hansen yeah. now he changed the world like different monsters you know what I mean and that's how I feel about life and I don't look at race or anything like that but Jim Hansen man dude he changed my life oh yeah I mean but he also had his little he had his little snark in there too oh yeah one of my favorite lines from the Muppets as a matter of fact even movies movie lines of all time so remember the Muppets take Manhattan yes when uh you know they got out of college and they went to uh, Broadway to try to sell their show but eventually they couldn't so they end up breaking up, and everyone goes their way while Kermit and Miss Piggy and a couple of them stay in New York to try to get the show sold. Mm-hmm. But, well, they eventually do sell the show to the son of a Broadway producer, and on the way back to telling everyone, Kermit gets hit with cat, and he ends up getting amnesia. Yes. And from that moment on, he wasn't Kermit Frog, he was Bill the Frog. Yes, and they had friends like and Gil he, and Pill. And, no, yep, Bill, Bill, Gil, and Jill. Yes. And so he, he eventually, they, you know, the movie goes on, they eventually meet up because he ends up going to the cafe that they worked at for lunch. He's playing the little tune on the thing. And Piggy sees him. She's like, Kermit, it's you. And he's like, my name is Bill. And they're like, well, let's get him to the theater so that he can, you know, maybe if he sees this stuff, it'll jog his memory. So they get him to the theater and Piggy's like, you know, trying to get his memory. And then she dismisses the That's it, Kermit. Your name is Kermit the Frog. I am Piggy. You love me. We're supposed to get married. We're supposed to have a family. And he looked at her with that classic 1980 Kermit the Frog face and said, me marry a pig? Wait till the guys in the county hear about this. I can hear the sounds of sweet love now. Let me guess. You're going to bring home the bacon? And of course, that's when we got the classic. That's it, frog. Wedding's off. Hi-ya! I am my, that's my favorite Muppet movie. Um, It's one of my favorites. Somebody's getting married. I mean, somebody, somebody, somebody. <laughs> but it's more. He gets his memory back after she knocked the hell out of him. Yeah, you know the crazy thing? Disney doesn't own that one. Yeah, really? Yeah, Disney doesn't own that one, or I think Muppets in Space. I don't think that they don't own that one either. Yeah. So, I'm looking at your one of your social media accounts right here, and I noticed you're playing WWE 2K22. Um, how do you feel Peer about... pressure. Peer <laughs> pressure. I was not planning on buying that game at all. So, until uh, one of the managers, and then uh, the guy, uh, one of the other wrestlers, Bam the Postman, uh, William, they were just like, oh man, this game, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, whatever. 
then eventually I'm like, let me see what this is all about. So I ended up go peer pressure buying it. And then, of course, you know, you, you create your character on there. Yeah, yeah. So my question, my question is, is that you see other people creating other wrestlers, definitely like the famous ones, you know, like Cody Rhodes. And there's some people that create some of the indie wrestlers. How do you feel about the fans doing, you know, creating rest, actual wrestlers on that game? And do you think that gives a, a boost for those wrestlers to be noticed? Uh, it depends on how you want to view it. I mean, it's gonna you're going to have fans. People are going to want to create their wrestlers. I mean, some of these guys have really put in the time and energy to really recreate some of these arenas, these belts, these wrestlers. And on one thing, I mean, you know, you're not going to get a Pentagon Jr. You're not going to get a Kenny Omega or Young Buck in a WWE game. But can do the, you know, the created, do the, uh, the online creations. And then, you know, you can have all those dream matches that you want that you're not going to see on TV. So, I mean, yeah. I, I enjoy it. But then for the indie wrestler, you know, that's all very cool. It's like, you know, it, a lot of us done it for ourselves, you know, created ourselves. But to even go in and try to just randomly find yourself and find out that someone else created you and you didn't even know that, that's like, wow, I, you know, I've done something right that someone actually really, really liked me and wanted to put me in a video game. So true. So true. And I'm always supporting the content creators, man. They put a lot of work in those creations. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I want to see this. Yeah. That looks amazing. Wow. Did you do that one or a fan did it? I Well, okay, so I did it, and then I guess, you know, like I said, the work that goes in doing that is so extensive. Like, like you want to get your logos, you got to go then, you know, go into the, uh, you got to go to the WWE 2K up image uploader, and then you got to put your logos in and all this. I, you know, it took me, a, you got to do, like, for the facial scan, you got to do all these different things to get image to flip up right. And like I said, if you're just trying to put something on there real fast and easy, you know, you can just do some bare minimum wish version of yourself but if you wanted to get it to like where it's almost really looking like you you got to time and energy in yeah gosh that's awesome it really is and i want to hang out with him instead of you no, i'm just kidding <laughs> so um, let's get into some of these questions um so what was the best advice anybody given you shut up work hard no one cares okay that's a new one i heard shut up before but no one cares well, i mean you know basically you know a lot of times you know no matter how long you've been in you know you can always still learn yeah and if you're talking and if you're talking you're not listening that's why i say you know just shut up sometimes it's best to shut up and just you know listen with your ears and listen with your eyes and pay attention to your surroundings you can learn a lot oh yeah stay I, humble as well as you know and always stay humble exactly yeah i'm lo- trying to like learn from dave adams and let him like i let him do the calm do the thing i'll just be the sarcastic guy like that's who i am you know being sarcastic and being a dick hey are we all <laughs> but it's, it's fun but it's really fun like learning and listening and then dave goes dude that was fun thank you and i'm like that's awesome but keep on bring me back is kind of cool you know what i mean it's like i would have yeah. kicked me, I, I, I would have kicked me out like five days ago <laughs> Um, pet peeves in a business. Um, I know Dave, not here, but he has tons of pet peeves as being a referee. So do you have any pet peeves that they're being a wrestler, other wrestlers not doing something like not washing their uh, gear? I would say, well, one, like, I think he, I think he's in the dead zone. I think so. It's Will? Will, are you there? Hello, Will, are you there? Testing, testing. Will, are you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Now, no, now no. we do. Now, you were going from in, you okay. hit a dead spot. Oh. 
Okay. So, so what I would say is that one of my one of my biggest pet peeves, and I don't even you know I, I, you see it almost every week or almost maybe a, well every day from you know maybe depends on how many wrestling you're in, but hygiene. Yes. Uh, there's something called professional wrestling. Professional. You're a professional. Mm-hmm. You know. I understand some. I mean, some guys are literally on the road leaving a show, doing a show Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You know. But hey, carry your neck and gear. You know, maybe it's a so a, a washcloth and a bar soap. Just you know, hit yourself. Because, you know, it's not just for you, it's for your opponent. See, here's a tip, too. You can go to Fantas Planet Fitness, sign up, take a shower, yep. and then leave. Like, Yep, go in to take your shower and go. Yeah, it's like, there's a good tip right there. You know what I mean, just sign up to somewhere that has a shower and go take a shower. And then I would say my other um, non-communication. Yeah, that, that's been... I mean, if you know, if you were out there working and you're, you know, whatever the case may be, you can, that's not uh, going into business for ourselves. Yeah, so like, there was a, there was a referee recently at a show. It was a good show, but, um, he, um, one of the wrestlers was like, dude, that was a three count. And he went, ding, 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 the match is over. And messed up the whole match. The match wasn't supposed to be done that fast. It was so confusing. <laughs> so it was like, yeah. it's like, ah, uh, the referee just like, oh, okay. And the wrestler was being the heel saying that was a three count and the referee ended the match. Confused everybody. <laughs> oh my goodness. Title changed and everything. Oh, wow. Yeah. So not having experienced re- um, referees kind of messed up too. You know what I mean? Ooh. Now you said about some wrestlers going to business for themselves. Um, I know quite a few wrestlers get really, really t- like stiff is he a little bit is it like a fury moment or probably yeah i don't know but you're you're in the match with somebody and they gave you a chop too hard basically they're stiffing you do you so that's that's a receipt in a way should get a receipt yeah so do you think they should give her do you think they should get a receipt for doing that Oh, go ahead and chop me, please. I don't I like a good chop. I can chop back, though. So, um, you know, if you want to chop, if you want to chop, I mean, some people don't want to chop. I can chop, though. So, it came down to that. But, I mean, at the end of the day, look, shit happens, you know? Now, if, you know, like, shit happens more than one time, then, yeah, eventually you deliver, you know, how do you want it? Print it or email Email. But, you know, no one, no one's thinking to go out there to be like, you know, fuck this. I'm trying to just lob, you know, trying to make Kate a solid out there. Yeah. But some do. But then, you know, in those cases, you got to protect yourself and also let them know, hey, look, man, we out here to do a job. We're not, you know, sometimes you got to give them that, 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 you know, that one call to receipt, but a, a warning shot or a wake up. Yeah. I'm, like, I see that a lot. And I'm like, ah, that's kind of messed up. The one match that we saw up at Trifecta. It's like, ah, this is horrible. Can you please stop? <laughs> I've seen plenty of those kind of matches. And when a guy does that, I'm like, ooh, that dude's going to get effed up. <laughs> And then when you can hear them in the locker room getting screamed at, too. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's real uneasy. That become real. It's like, you know what I'm saying? When you first see, it's like the first time you ever see your parents argue. You just don't know what to do. You just like roasting. I'll tell you a funny story. So, um, it wasn't a chop or anything, but um, the rules are do not mess up the walls in the building. I mean, H2O. They don't want their wall to be destroyed because then they have to pay for the wall next door. So, some wrestler went through the wall, and you hear match starts screaming in the back. People in the crowd can hear this. He's like, who fucked up my fucking wall? And I'm like, oh, do we leave now? So, like, I never... I do not want to be here 
What's that? Like, you don't want to be here for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay. Um, Do we leave now and the show's still going on? <laughs> don't, want, don't want to be like, I'm like tiptoeing outside. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes, I mean, sometimes those things happen. I don't know. Uh, I, last time I was up actuary, um, me and the guy Cody, and he hit the dive on me to the outside. And it was just one of, like, it was just one of those things, like, when you go back and watch it, it was just a very tight thing. But basically, we go back, we land, but as we are going back, my left... You stopped at my left. Yep, my left. Like, you did dead zone again. Mm, dead zone. Yeah, my left. You stopped at my left on us. But, you know, it's just little small things. Like, you know, me, I'm thinking, damn, we fell back, and then we just, the momentum took us. It was just like, a, it was just, you know, in the motion of our bodies moving, my foot just barely tapped the little great stand he had in it. But as the time my foot went into the wall when I uh, broke kicked someone, but that we can maybe share that one for another day. <laughs> Yeah, 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 we lost you at my left. Again. Uh, Hello, you guys there? Oh, yeah, hi. Yeah, yeah, we lost you again. The last thing we heard was my left, and then an old story came in. Like, I'm like, oh, what happened in between? <laughs> uh. So, okay. Um, so, tell us about one time, well, tell us one geek out moment you had in your career. Uh, you guys were there. Oh, what? I don't think you were there there. So, it was at the last Icon Wrestling. Not the, the last pass one, the one that we were all up there. Yeah. And uh, towards the end, you know, I go outside with the Godfather. He's like, hey, guys, you want to you wanna, uh, hit, hit the sweet? Hell yeah. <laughs> so we're all outside hitting the doobie. And he's like sitting at us on the, on the Instagram. And he's like, all right, y'all. I need y'all to say right now, everybody's about to hop smoke train. And we all hopped on the smoke train. I don't know if it's, uh, it's legal in my state. So, and I do have that medical, medical marijuana card. So state doesn't have an issue. You shouldn't either. It's very true. No, yeah, Philly, Philly doesn't have no issue with that. Trust me. I live in Philly, so. Yeah, I live in Delaware, so I don't think they care either. <laughs> yeah, didn't they just um, change the rules that um, were legal, like like a new rule or yeah. something like that? You won't get charged. Mm -hmm. So this, it's a country thing, but we're all good now. Yeah, we're getting there. We're slowly getting there. Oh, you yeah. know, I'd rather, you know, don't just do it legally. medically illegally. Oh, yeah. So I know Dave's not here right now, but he will love to hear your um, opinion about how did how would, did we get there? Like storylines in the wrestling business, like independence. Do you think wrestling independents should have storylines or story? They do. No, not everyone. Some of them just throw out there. No, no, no. Yeah, so some of them just have a lot. Uh, lot some lot of shows, a lot of them are moving stories. It's just that you know you gotta you gotta follow product. Gotcha. Uh, you know, especially to see those. You can't just go to one show and then get three shows and then come back and be like, oh, what's going on? I mean, of course, you know, your champion might still your champions might still be the same yeah. but you know you don't know that you know well who are they now who did they face last time what happened then or why is they now at point of why is this person doing this yeah yeah or yeah. if these two tag teams if the tag teams arguing well why are they why are they arguing what's that happened with them yeah They're like i go certain shows you know what i mean i go to iwa and one cw there are the two shows that i really go to and i felt like family when i go to one cw and iwa too so in my opinion i think also to build up should be also promos if you you're on a show with somebody, you two should be like promo and videos every chance you get just to build up your match. Oh, yeah. I've seen some matches where they have two people wrestling and there's no story behind it, basically. And that's, just, to me, that's just like, what's the point of that match? Or get the story started. Yeah, I mean, True. okay, Dave's happy we put that one in there. <laughs> and I mean, that's also, you should always, you should always promote the show that you're on. Mm -hmm. Always share it in your group, your social 
media cut your promos, but also on the same thing, it's not an EFED, so you don't need to cut off team promos for this. <laughs> it's not an EFED. <laughs> or if you cut a promo and someone responds, you don't got to cut a promo back, you oh, know? Oh my gosh, I remember but, EFED. You know, hey, 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 we don't talk about EFED, right? <laughs> We're not going to do that. That was a long time even ago. Though, even though the biggest EFED that has been announced is completely popped upon by workers, and I was one of them. Oh, dude, um, I know my... Um, Indie old- Pro? Indie Pro? Okay. You know, it's got everybody on there. Announcers, wrestlers, freaking... They got... I'm surprised my mama not on there. I remember um, my my old co-host, Fran. He did did E-Fed stuff. And and out from nowhere, like, one of the E-Fed guys was Mark Haskins from um, Ring Honor. He he worked with him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like this. If you were a wrestling fan in the 90s and had access to a computer... Yeah, you did E-Fed. More than not, you eat that. Oh yeah. If you were if you if you were on America Online or you know all the look you eat that. Okay. So let's not sit here and act like you know you know you know you, you're above it all. But like I said, we don't talk about that. Did you make up your character? Oh yeah, I had a character and everything. Every, well, okay. So at first, when I first started, it was just like everyone else. I actually liked to choose mankind. Okay. Big Foley, you know, try to do those. Oh, I'll be in the hospital bed bleeding, and you're gonna be repaying when I get out. You know that dumb stuff. And then um, eventually. You know, of course, you, you create your little character and, you know, but then eventually I somehow got in, you know, the guy that ran the E-Fed didn't want to run it no more. So I ended up got doing it and it was just like, okay. Did you do an E-Fed? a little too much, a little too much. So I never did it. I've heard of it, but I never did it. But it's just, it's just shocking to hear it from oh, you guys. <laughs> but I was, but I'm, I also heard a lot of wrestlers have done E-Fed back before they started wrestling. So I made a character up because I'm a Demolenko fan, so my character had the name Iceman. And then Tommy Dreamer is a null favorite of mine, so I made it Tommy. And I was watching Halloween Havoc, so I made it Havoc. So his, his name was Iceman Tommy Havoc. Mm. Yeah, I killed him off. He's dead now. And did we lose Will again? I'm right here. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so our next question is called Table of Five. It's oh. you and four other people people on this table to talk about wrestling or just anything who would you choose as the other four people to join you do you want to do a theme hmm? oh wow you want to do a theme like he has to pick from a let's say let's just say pro wrestling in just general pro wrestling yeah. okay you can pick any pro wrestler to sit at your table just has to be four of them because you're the fifth person what would it be oh wow you got you okay, thinking so now. the first the first would be Bob Roos. Okay. The second. Hold on, hold on. Who was that again? Who was that again? We lost you. Say it again. Bob Roos. Okay. Bob, can you hear me? Yep, we heard you. First, Bob. Second would be uh, Jun Kasai, Crazy Monkey. Um, (laughs) Third would be um, the White Beater. Okay. And fourth would be, um, the fourth would be Linda McMahon. Oh, yeah, I would put the the lady that should have been governor or was Senate, I think it was Senate, yeah department of uh, yeah all that i'm trying to figure out who's not going to vote for her come on is there somebody else for you no oh okay okay I thought I heard something else. It was weird. Okay. So, um, Dave always loves um, asking this question, too. How did your family feel that you got into the wrestling business? They were happy. They were happy? A lot of, a lot of, people, uh, always, a lot of people always went. They, they were afraid that I was not going to do anything. Well, no, they were like I said, this is something I've always wanted to do. And every, anyone that's known me, anyone that's known me my whole life, like, since I was a kid, knowing that this is, that, that's been my dream. And so for them to actually see me finally do it, you know, they, they're happy. 
they're happy for me. Yeah, I'm happy. Uh, like for even you like too. my uncle, my uncle lives in Northern Virginia, but he travels up to the to Jersey to see my shows. He's came up to PA. Hopefully tonight he comes out to Rockville because that's only less than like an hour from his house. Yeah. But um, you know, uh, it, 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 it's real good. Like you know, they're not even wrestling fans at all. And that's the you best know? part. So for them that want to come out and see it just to support me, it just feels real good. But it just you know, it is also you know like they they also knew deep down that just if I've never ever stepped in the ring, it's been a you know it's been a, something I've always had a big regret to you know not do. Keener's family comes out and watches him referee. It's it's kind of cool. Does his does his brother come out and watch him too? I don't know. His brother's always there when he referees once in a while. So. I think he's good. Isn't Mike better than Dave, though? Yes, Mike is better than Dave. <laughs> so, um, so I got a question going on. Um, do you think um, wrestlers that get into the business that they think they're ready but they're not ready? Do you think they need to be trained more out there? And well, it's kind of hard. Like you know, if they're not already getting out past the forty miles, they don't know how good. You know, if you're not getting out past your your local area, you don't know how really good you are. Yeah. You know, um, different crowds in different parts of the country like different things. So. Just because you can put on a a, a, a banger here, and, and you know you put on a banger in a small town in West Virginia or in you know the mountains of Pennsylvania, does not mean it's going to translate well over in Jersey. Doesn't mean that that's going to get over down in, in in Tennessee in the Smoky Mountains down in the South. So you got to get out and learn and see different styles and you know be able to pick up on crowd interaction. And so yes, I mean yes, it comes to training, but like I said, it also comes and comes around this getting out and learning as much as you can. Is an old big tip um, talking to wrestlers and hoping to learn something from them? Yeah, I mean you're not gonna. I mean like some people are going to help you, some people aren't. But those that do, you listen and you just memorize and then. Any little kernel of nugget they give you, like, hey, go, you should go. If, you, if someone say, watch this, go watch it. Yeah. So yeah, I have to agree with someone him. Recommend a wrestler, go look him up. Oh yeah, big time. Yes, yeah, so I have to agree with him about that. You know, being in different states, there's different crowds and stuff. You know, there's one story I have where I traveled with my friend Frankie Picard on a road trip out to Chicago for a show, and the Chicago crowd is very very crazy so How crazy oh, yeah. like they're very crazy they're very outspoken and everything okay so it goes into our next question do you have any road trip stories oh at least i want well i mean well i would say nothing really crazy happened on the road um or so i mean like okay so you know i've done the new jack tribute show uh the cold 45 down in tennessee mostly those just get wild and crazy with so much moonshine i don't even know how physically possible or i never i don't even know how i didn't piss on myself because that they they bring 140 crew you know i mean moons the apple pie butter pecan i mean the good stuff yeah i got you i got you um i i always have fun messing with I'm gonna, really me and dave got booked for commentating down in virginia so we're gonna be traveling down there so nice. that's, that's gonna be fun um because like we were having fun doing little stuff at one cw and the guy heard us and he's like dude so you want to come down and work for us i'm like okay <laughs> i i had the guy laughing the whole time so that was fun i know wrestling fans they give gifts to wrestlers and stuff like that when they're shows did you ever get the like a weird gift from a wrestling fan no no not yet no not yet i have been mr fantastic since i started no because like we got it was weird because we never yeah somebody gave us the pwi 500 not knowing why we're getting it but we got got it i'm like cool thank you dude um, I, I haven't read this magazine in a long time because you can bring everything up on the computer now so uh -huh. so we are gonna do a famous um thing we do it's called five questions of doom okay and this is the five questions of doom
Oh, it even's got a theme music. Yeah, you like that? I, I, I like hitting that button. Gives you the creeps, doesn't it? Can you can you let me at it? Go. Oh, okay. Question number one. Question number okay. one. Astro or Dino? Who? Astro the dog from the Jetsons or Dino from the Flintstones? Uh, Dino. Okay, I like Dino too. Dino was fun. Astro was cool too. He talked. He's like, I love you, Dad. But question number two. Question number two. Goosebumps or Are You Afraid of the Dark? Goosebumps. Okay, okay. I remember Are You Afraid of the Dark when you're, um, was on Nickelodeon. Well, that, I didn't like the cartoon. Like, I was an old school book, you know, read. I like I, I liked the book, but Goosebumps yeah. just, I don't know, like, Goosebumps just always seemed to, uh, lock me in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Hit the button. Question number three. Question number three. Alvin, Simon, or Theodore? Alvin. 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 Yes. Alvin's cool. I like Alvin. I I, I like the movie from um back in the 80s when they... Oh, he, he's ready to hit the next one. But the 80s movie from um back in the 80s when Alvin... He was a leader. Yeah, Alvin was the leader, yes. But question number four. Question number four. Favorite sports team? Oh, favorite sports team. Well, I mean, that's kind of hard because, you know, if it's going to be football, that's either going to be your Kansas City Chiefs or your Washington Commanders. Okay. If it's basketball, we're going to have to – I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Bullets fan. I'm, I'm just going to have to go with my Wizards. You know they suck. <laughs> um, if, it's, if it's baseball, if it's baseball, I'm a Nationals man. Okay. If it's, if it's, and, if it's, uh, and if it's soccer, I'm a D.C. United fan because, you know, they do have the most championships out of any of the sports in any of the teams in the league. And the most, and to be honest, probably the most championships in the city. Okay. Question number five. What country would you want to travel to? And wrestle. And wrestle. That that is China. China. Yeah, they're not big China. on wrestling yeah, out there, China. right? They just. Huh? They're not like that big out there, right? Yeah, they're not that big, but like they, I mean, if you look at the shows, they're almost pretty much indie shows, but they're put in these grand, beautiful, like, halls. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like theater seats. I mean, you're looking at it like, dude, look where you're performing. Like, like you know, like the sanctuary is just really gorgeous. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Like, there are these people performing in these huge-ass freaking, uh, you know, beautiful, great halls of China, but it's just like, you know, you see it's like an indie wrestling show. So... This is um, a new question we started doing. It's called Three Matches. We want three of your all-time favorite matches. And then we want to know your three matches that you enjoyed in a wrestling match. Like, who you wrestled. Because people, then the fans can, like, look your matches up. Hear what you like in wrestling and all that cool stuff. Yeah, something like that. All right, right? so three matches. One would be uh, the first time I wrestled uh, Sicken, my okay. trainer. This was at UWC. Um, I was able to go out and, you know, you know, stand my own against my trainer. The second match... I I would say would be against uh, Kyle Payne. It was like my first chance, time going going up to like you know, I guess what you consider a super heavyweight. Yeah. We went out there and we had a, we had a blast. And then third, I would say against uh, Rayo. Um, you know that guy's a beast. He's a technical monster, and we were able just to. I was able to go out there and, and stand with him. Awesome, awesome. What is your all-time three favorite matches? Well, the match with Rayo is going to be up there. Oh, no, no, I'm with, talking uh, about other matches without you. Okay. Well, there's always going to be the match with uh, Bam Williams. So him and I go out and have a fun and just beat the hell out of each other. Um, another, I would go and say, would be with Chris Wilde. Um, that was my first single. Well, my return to ACW. And we were we actually had, had a blast out there. Okay. First time up. 
meeting and wrestling Chris, and, and you know, we, we we had a good charisma, a good a good chemistry there. Okay, okay, okay. And then I was also say with Michael Zamidio. Okay. Michael's a very technical guy. You know, I hear he's a he's a he's a beast in the ring, and I was glad to be able to go out and you know get in the ring with him and you know stand with him. So, last question. Are you ready for the last question? Let, ready. Have you been in on a prank or ritz? No. No. Because the last one I saw did not end up well. Somebody almost got their head taken off. So I'm like, you know what? It's not even. It's not even work that might one day but like you know just you know it's just sometimes you know when sometimes you got to know when to do it and when not you know yeah I, now, i'm I, not gonna say i'll never will but you know i haven't done it yet so i only rib um dave keener he's he's the he's my co-host my buddy got you. i rib him all day long because he likes to play you gotta, with rib, him. You gotta, you gotta rib him like 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 he you gotta take a rib yeah 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 he always wants to play with my my car radio every time and he gets to hear Muppets theme music all the way to a show. You're good. You need to play it on together again. The whole way is there. Yes. <laughs> or um, riding along. <laughs> yep. Dude, I do that to him all the time. Or I change it to like Britney Spears because I know he doesn't like that stuff. Or I play Disney theme music. Oh my gosh. He just, he knows it's time that he has to listen to us. Like, dude, I'm going to listen to Aladdin. Sorry. Start putting, on, start putting on the Teen Titans Go theme. <laughs> Teen Titans. <laughs> That's what we... That's what we do. You know what I mean? We just try to mess around with Keener all day long. I missed that guy today. I saw him for five minutes. He was getting ready to go to work. And I'm like, okay, bye, buddy. He gives his girlfriend a hug. I was like, where's my hug? <laughs> <laughs> and then he, gets, uh, he gives me the awkward hug. And I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. Thank you, buddy. So um, social media for the fans out there to find you. So my friend, uh, you got at Twitter, you got fantastic one, number one, WK. At Instagram, you got Fantastic O N E W K, um, and Facebook, got Mr. Fantastic Will Not. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. And this has been the 2300 Wrestling Podcast. I'm Dave Keener alongside DB Richards, and we'll see you in, in the, the ring. ring. And thank you for Brian for being coming in and helping me out today. Oh, and no thank you, Will Knox, for coming on. So we'll talk to you all later. Hey guys, this is uh, Mr. Fantastic Will Knox here with the number one wrestling podcast in the East Coast, the 2300 Wrestling Podcast, hosted by the world-famous Dave. Sam Alfalsi here. And Zach Ravix. Super Crazy Wrestling, Super Crazy Arena, Skid Row Academy. We are indeed the best facility in New Jersey. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, Probably no in the world. Extremely top three, I would say. We have very terrific trainers. Actually, they all come from uh, the Ring of Honor Dojo, so yeah. you already know you're... So they're gonna be great, and they're definitely great. Oh yeah, for sure. You're gonna experience some, you know, pretty elite stuff. Uh, you know, we're all about intensity here you know uh we're, we're always here to help we're, we're always reach one teach one that that's our main thing you know i feel like if you're a person that really feels like wrestling is your dream and that's what you want to accomplish this is the best school to come to or burn or or burn okay. what brack said so uh, once again you know best school probably in the world definitely in jersey you can find it you can find it on facebook uh super crazy wrestling and scare Row academy and instagram super crazy wrestling scare Row academy so you can contact melissa pena or odog and he'll come find you if you don't find him. Or I will. Or, or Brax or, will. Or Brax. You'll burn. No, you won't burn.